Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. It's Mike here, and I'd just like to say thank you for listening to our strange little programme. It really is very much appreciated. We hope you're enjoying yourselves. We certainly are. Please do get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. It's always good to get some feedback or get contributions or just get your thoughts or just uh, anything, really. But please bear in mind that anything you say may be taken down and read out by Paul at the beginning of the programme. If you have a phone, and I'm sure that you do, we would be very grateful if you were to rate us, uh, maybe re- even review us on your podcast app of choice. It really does make a difference in terms of getting our uh, weird little program out there. And maybe um, grab the phone off a friend or neighbour and rate and review us on that as well. That would be good. I have no other news, so let's get on with episode 38 of the Billowing Hills of Podcast, Spawn to be Wild. Good evening, good evening, everybody. Tonight's beer is not beer because it's dry January. <laughs> No. Oh dear. It's pretend no, it's beer. It's June, isn't it? It's it's near beer. I've completely forgotten. Did I say uh, a two things? One, by the end of dry January, I am going to be about seventy percent Maltesers at yes. the current rate. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I'm going to be mostly Toblerone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I, effectively I'm I'm on about a, you use about a pack of day of cigarettes. I'm on about a box of celebrations every three or four days, and then <laughs> uh, and last I have to say the temptation to have a beer last night while all of that was going on was just <laughs> hello readers this won't make sense so but we, like, we, it might be your last one la, la, last night was yeah goodness gracious i mean it was i mean what a yeah, was somebody i saw somebody say that jamiroquai live album launch <laughs> <laughs> well tonight's beer is it's a fair comment jkkk Hey, tonight's beers are Arbor Yakima Valley American Indian Pale Ale, which is delicious. I'm currently drinking, and later on, Arbor have done one called The Milky Beers Are on Us, which is a white chocolate stout. That sounds absolutely revolting. It's (laughs) terrifying. Have you not learned so far? No. You just you no. just don't go for beers with comedy names. Yeah, no, and don't no. go for yes, yes, exactly. Because of Bruce Forsyth. Uh, 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 Bruce Forsyth. This was yeah. actually purchased for me by Mister Burnett. Yeah, but it was a variety thing. I never would have uh, no, signed off on the whole deal if I'd known that the word milky was in one of the beers. <laughs> milky milk stouts, all right. Um, where are we? Oh, we're in the middle of. Oh, yes, we're in the middle of trouble. Are we not? Nah. Oh, it's my go. Um, should we do a quick recap? I know you hate them, Paul. No, yeah, go for it. We're only going to do it. Four uh, more times. You're in the cellar of Blackwall Keep because the uh, erstwhile battle mage of Blackwall Keep has turned into a wormy undead monster. Can we just say that Blackwall Keep? It's a really impressive name for what's really an outhouse. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, you know the, it's I mean, somewhat smaller a, than the stables. It's a lot smaller than we expected. <laughs> we have a certain budget, and we have to stick within it. We've got some very expensive chapters coming up. And I'm sorry, we just had to cut a couple of corners, literally, in this case. So, uh, Habity Bablish, the deputy commander of Blackwall Keep, has implored you to head into the cellar and deal uh, with the once normal, now horribly green and wormy um, battle mage that they walled up down there. And you've done so, and you're in a kind of subterranean kitchen 
chamber and it didn't take long before you unearthed a couple of these green wormy guards that this thing has obviously grabbed and converted into sort of horrible zombie things. Cuthbert is in the kitchen having run away. Parker is at the bottom of the stairs in a fight with one of them. Sessions and Burple are chasing another one into what looks like a sort of weird makeshift sort of I suppose the closest thing you could say is an escape tunnel. It might have been where they originally walled the uh, the old wizard off in. And then Uncle Buggy, Bugraft, has run for it. Oh, yeah. Primary fighting out. resource. He's bugged out, and he's back up in the uh, ground level. The last thing that happened, where we le- where we left things, there was another one hidden under the wooden stairs on the way down, and mm, uh, right. it burst out. And we left it there, and it's got to act. Before we see what it does, I just think maybe we should have a... How are we all looking, hit point-wise, spell-wise? I was trying to keep track of... I reckon there's a there's a heroism spell, right? Oh, yeah, I've got that running. I've got that. Okay, so... Um, it's obviously not drink. working. Mm. <laughs> 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 they read it out No, well, you see, I'm, I'm already heroic, and then doing the heroism spell, sort of... Heroism. You know, heroism. Two negatives, heroism. two positive heroism. cancel each other out or something. So, <laughs> so. Who's got the heroism spell? I've I got, think it might be I think it might be Cuthbert, Bugraft, and Burple. I, I've got plus three hit points running at the moment, but that's it. Well, that's yes, it. that's hero. That's the heroism spell. That's the heroism spell. Okay, okay. So Cuthbert, Burple, Parker. I've got the heroism spell. I reckon we didn't keep an assiduous count last time. How long has it been running? I think it's been running five. I think this is the fifth round. I think there are five rounds left of it. I think I'm being might be being a bit generous there. I think you cast it just before you started exploring. We've had about three, four rounds of combat. Okay, we're about to finish the fifth round of the heroism spells. We've got five more. Okay. Then we've got Sessions's Spirit Guardian spell, which lasts for ages. He is excluded, Burple, Sessions, and Parker from it, but not Bugraft or Cuthbert, who he couldn't see at the point when he cast the spell. Mm-hmm. So that's the whirling sharp spectral playing cards that are zooming all around him out to 15 feet. Yes. Finally, let's have a look at worms. Bugraft has got a worm on him or in him. It's had two rounds of burrowing. There are no other worms on anybody else. Yeah. On who? On Bugraft? Bugraft. So Bugraft is out on the ground level up in the the in the okay, admittedly slightly um, over the top description, the Great Hall. Or black hole. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as the storeroom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. It's actually smaller than the kitchen that the fight is taking place in, so I can work out. There we are. But the uh, he's got a worm that's got two... It's, it's burrowed in for a couple of rounds. He doesn't know... You don't know how long it takes for these worms to complete their mission. Well, is it game over or... When it gets to wherever it's going, it's a good question. I hope that I hope it isn't. I mean, there wouldn't be very five e if it is. That would be more like one e. Yeah. Well, again, bear in mind that we're uh, absurdly playing a Paizo adventure path written for three e, three and a half e, mm-hmm. translated to five e. Mm. So I wouldn't set any stock yeah. by uh, acceptable no, norms. No, I think three e is you yep, know you can die with things like yep. that. One thing that is on the in the plus column, though, is because we're in a new session, even though we're in the same combat, you all get your ort dice back. Oh, that's right, yeah. Ooh. Maybe I can I roll don't know up if a sessions is, next. Yeah. Oh, sessions, have you, did you ever use your bonus? No, I haven't one used off. my right, bonus. Right, so you've got two ort dice for this session, yeah. then one that's, one that's uh, one off, and 
your regular one. And that grey shiny line is my spirit guardians, yeah? Yeah. So you've got Oort Dice, which might help you specifically bug graft if you've got, you don't know how I'm long you've got die. to get at this thing. But there we go. But before we do oh, any more, the thing that burst out of the stairs, it gets to have an action. Right? It does a spell. Um, so first, thing, first things first, it seems a little, well, it's more wormy, Parker, than the others. <laughs> the others have got worms that sort of seep out of, they're wearing uh, either leather armor or chainmail. I think they're wearing chainmail. And worms kind of emerge from exposed areas and joins and cuffs and collars and nostrils and mouths and ears and all of that. This thing is just crawling with the things. Yeah, it's seething with green worms. You'd worry, Parker, if you were to make any kind of contact with it, whether or not you'd be able to avoid getting a bit wormy. Uh-uh. That's the first thing. What, even with a with a weapon? Or yeah, with a weapon, you, you reckon you'd probably be all right. But you, but I mean, you bear so, in mind that you rely on hand. You know, if you were using hand attacks, for example, so unarmed no attacks. unarmed strikes. Well, you don't know for certain, but it, you'd thought that would be a risk. Okay. The second thing is that you have not under the influence of a heroism spell and as a result the revoltingness of it and it is in fact if anything more revolting than the first two you need to make a will save parker as it emerges already yes already this is where we left things so yeah so if you would not mind uh Um, furnishing me with a number a will save is 10 plus what's my will save bonus that's 12 in total then. 12 is not enough. You are frightened, Parker. It's not fantastic news. Disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. While the source of its fear is within line of sight, the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. There you go. So you're trapped in the corner then. And then... You're doomed. Just, is it within my spirit guardians? It yes, yes, we're going to come to that. We're going to come to that. It's clearly Parker. Although, well, in the brief moment you had Parker, where you were sane enough to be making an assessment. Yes. <laughs> before you plunged down into a vortex of terror. These little spirit guardians of sessions, they're spectral. So they've been passing through this little secret cubbyhole under the stairs, and it's been damaged by them. Yeah. Have you got medicine skill, Parker? Yes reasonably good okay well you can roll it and you can roll it regularly because i'm going to say that you got to make this assessment before you failed your save being nice 10 plus 15 15 is a great roll okay you have seen the others clearly knitting their wounds regenerating yes yeah uh this one you can't see any wounds that seem abnormally healed so it looks like it's been damaged perhaps by these spectral playing cards but that it doesn't seem to have regenerated any damage right you don't know why that might be and you can't remember or tell anybody because you're now a gibbering fool and then it throws worms at you parker (laughs) i mean there's no way around it the first wormy throw it rolls at 17. It hits armor class 23. Oh, no. Okay, that's worm uh. And then the second fling of a worm. Oh, <laughs> same again. Armor class 23. That is worm duh. Baby, goodbye. <laughs> My baby. That's not good for Parker. Parker. You get to make another saving throw, Parker. But you get to make it at the end of your turn. Right. It's your turn now. How many actions do I need to get these worms off? Well, you'll need um, 
an action two, per worm, a, or if I've got two per, attacks no, no, per action, then I can no. do one attack on each of the worms, or how does it yes, work? Yes, it's an attack per worm. You need to right. attack each worm separately. I am going to do... I'm going to put my confidence in the Spirit Guardians. Having experienced it back in the cavern, mm-hmm. it says the creature can't willingly move close to the source of its fear, but it doesn't say I can't attack him. You can attack it, you can't move any closer to it. I will do two produce flames on it. On the one in the stairs, not the one on standing the one next to you. In the stairs, yes. Okay, yeah, go for it. So the first attack is okay, oh. so that was a thirteen and a nineteen, so that's a yeah. uh thirteen plus five is eighteen. Yeah, it's a hit, it's a hit, it's a hit, it's a hit. yep. Doing two D eight, so that's seven plus three is ten. Yep. And the second one is a nine uh, seven. That's a twelve. Twelve is what you need. Oh, excellent. Well, then there excellent you go. So this one is not wearing armor. Yep. Seven points of damage. And then I will do uh, my flurry of blows on the one standing next to me. Yes. So again, at disadvantage, is a seventeen it's a hit. and it's a, hit. a oh, yeah, nineteen. It's a hit. Okay, nineteen. So that's yep. a hit. Yep. Eight points of damage. Okay, that doesn't seem to do as much damage. Yes, I know. As you were expecting. reduction. The second unarmed strike is a 19 or a uh, 6 plus. It's 12, armor class 12. not enough. Okay, so the second one is a miss then. Okay. That is me. For a frightened creature, going at disadvantage, you've done pretty well there, I think. We jump upstairs back into the grand hall of the keep and uncle buggy at the top of the stairs what do you want right. to do you've got a worm uh, in you you've how do i chance. gouge it out well you have to make a medicine check right you take a dagger and you're going to try and spear it out you're not sure how long you've got left but it went uh, let's just say it went into into the uh, into your arm yeah mm. it's 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 right up in your sort of clavicle collarbone now top of your rib cage. I mean, it's not looking so, for a spine, is it? Uh, well, no, it tried. <laughs> Very uh, so funny. If... Very funny. <laughs> so you don't know how much longer you've got. If you charge headfirst into the spirit guardians, it might rip through you and rip through the uh, worm as well. Uh... Might is doing an awful lot of work in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, it'd be funny. Plus two onto this dice roll. Yeah. Roll a uh, nineteen. It's enough. So, so I you, gouge it out. You gouge it out, and you do one d four damage to yourself. You probably better roll. Uh, do I get the temporary hit points? You do. So round, if you so don't yep. take any damage there. Fine. Can I do anything else this round? You could move. Graham, if I go into your blade thing, what happens to me? You take damage. We get saving wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Each round or each round. How much damage do you do? Three d eight. <laughs> alright I think that's my go then uh, and we go to the top of the round round 6 the f- 6th round of the heroism spell and sessions sorry I might start raging as Graham said it's a, oh, it's I just a bonus realized I f- uh, wasn't I allowed to make a um, yeah okay oh, you're gonna make a save- yeah you're going to make a saving throw yeah uh, you're 15. okay with me raging that's enough yeah I'm okay with you raging you can take okay. a bonus action sessions hasn't actually acted so yet I'm not frightened anymore you're not frightened anymore. Excellent. Sorry to interject that. It's all right. Don't do it again. <laughs> I think I'm going to um, 
for my bonus action, I will summon my spiritual weapon, the crushing coin. Is that it? Yeah, I can't actually target anyone at the moment, but I'll bring it into effect up near Parker. Purple. This thing has run away from you because you cast uh, Dissonant Whispers on it. Yes. If I remember correctly, it's quite wounded. Yeah, yeah, it looks very wounded. What level spell should I do on it, Mike? Friend Guide Storyteller. Friend Guide Storyteller. Well, give me a... Well, 3d6 me, to 5d6. Give me a quick medicine check. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you've well, got to I'm make an assessment. To... Yeah, okay. I mean, it's pretty difficult anyway. Ten. Oh, that's a pretty... Oh, well, 15. Yeah, 15. 15's all right. You think that it is certainly two-thirds wounded, maybe maybe a little more. What's that mean in terms of hit point? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Janet. Well, we're all in in this combat, aren't we, really? Yeah. Uh, yes. I'll do Dissonant Whispers at second level, 4d6. Right. Uh, so it needs to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. 14, nine. let me have a look. Uh, okay, no, you got it. So it takes 13 points of damage, and it's frightened it has to run away using its reaction. 13 points of damage, it collapses. Yay! And all the little worms all wiggle about. You don't think those worms have got long to live without a host. But... Uh, but the regeneration, the unkillable side of things. Well, I mean, it's lying there and the worms are all wiggling around and it's collapsed. Whether or not it's gone for good. I mean, I've taken, I've taken its miniature off the board. Yes, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I'll put it back. There you are. Then you've got a reminder. <laughs> then, it, then, then I've got a question. Yeah, then I've got a question. But I'm assuming Graham can just move his thing over it. Not See, I can really eventually, please. but at the moment I'm using myself to uh, keep Parker from getting squelched. Yes. Yeah, okay. Light a torch and throw and throw it on the thing, Dan. Well, I can do that next next time. Cuthbert, out splinter. You're in the kitchen. You're at the edge of this swirling cloud of spectral playing cards. Yes. But you're not in it. No. And you're not protected from it. No. Brave Sir Cuthbert is actually going to use his uh, dash cunning action and a move action to yes. go all the way around kitchen wall so he doesn't go into the blade and then he's got an attack action yes which he will do using his so he's running up to the one that's the, the one that's right up with parker yeah not the one under the stairs the other one under the, the stairs under the stairs under the stairs and he's um, going to attack with his short sword yes uh armor class 24 24 is a hit so he does the following damage, according to the International Council for Damage, is um, nine points plus. For he what? Also Sorry? What's the International Council for Damage? It's the Federation International de Erm, ah, based that in one. Uh, Upper West Uh Shocking. Anyway, does how nine, much damage is that? He does nine points, but he's also doing sneak attack damage, doing a further eight points, so he does 17 points of damage. And that is from a magical weapon? Uh, yeah, plus one short sword. He didn't like that very much. It's spawn time. Okay. Burple. The one lying in the passage in front of you. Yes. Nothing happens. It just lies there. <laughs> Cuthbert. Not yeah. that unkillable, aren't they? The one uh, that's on between you and Parker has got to make a decision about which one it wants to attack. It does. So one and to three, it's going to go for Parker. Four um, to six, it's going to go for Cuthbert. We know what's going to happen. First of all, it's going to start its round. Is it, is it taking some in, damage? Yes, yes. So it takes some damage. Oh, wisdom save. It makes that wisdom save. Oh. Okay, so it takes half damagey. Come on. Uh, Hello. 15 radiant damage. Radiant, sir. Radiant, sir. 
Weirdly, if it had been necrotic damage, it would have been 17. I'm going to roll an intelligence check for this thing. Uh, there it goes. A 17, which is actually very, very decent. Okay. It doesn't like these playing cards at all. On the other hand... It's a bit boxed in. It's got a very low intelligence. Okay, I'm going to roll a d6. On a 1 to 3, it's going to basically scarper. On a 4 to 6, it's going to... It's going to give in to its primal instinct to attack. And I roll a five, so it's going to attack. It's going to attack one to three Parker, four to six Cuthbert. And it's going to roll. It's all, this is all oh. DMing by dice. One, it goes for Parker. I'm sorry, mate. Parker, it attacks you twice. The first attack hits armor class 17, armor class 23. Yeah. Yep. Ten points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. And you have a worm on you. The worms, by the way, that were on you have just uh, expired. Yes? Yes. The original worms. So you, it, you've got... Re- but luckily, don't need to worry. Yeah? Replacement worms are on their way. <laughs> got one. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get you another one as soon as we can. Uh, one second. Let me just see what we can do. One second cooler. Hitting armor <laughs> no, class... that's a miss. 21 is a miss, is it? Okay. And then it is going to move away from you. So both Cuthbert and Parker, you can take attacks of opportunity on it. Right. Oh, armor class 15. 15 is a hit. Do I get my sneak attack damage as well? Because uh, you... I was... Uh, no, yes. because it's not... Yes, when it leaves, it's still... When it moves, it... it's still within five foot of Parker. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, Can you only do it? Mm, okay. Graham's saying no. Because... I didn't say anything. Oh, Okay. So that's seven yeah, no, points no, no, plus... No, Graham, Graham, you're saying no. Sorry. So, no, no yeah, sorry. <laughs> How much damage? Uh, 17 points of damage on it. So, ooh, it looks very... <laughs> indeed. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I get uh, also get an attack of opportunity, correct? A 16. 16 is enough. Doing four plus two, six points of damage. <laughs> Okay, it's got it's got like one point left, it's hasn't sort it? Of, it's sort of <laughs> <laughs> once it's move. I'm just checking on its move. I mean, it's uh, it's more of a stagger than a move. <laughs> Speed. Oh no, thirty feet. That's not a shabby. It staggers away from you, out of the effect of the magical playing cards, uh, into the kind of corner of the kitchen, the far side from you. Yep. And then we've got the other one. It's going to have to think about doing the same. The other one looks a bit more together. <laughs> it steps up to Parker. Doesn't it take damage at the beginning of its go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I can. I've, um, I'm. Work- oh, so it gets a saving throw, though, doesn't it? I'm yeah. Sorry, I've already applied the damage. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it staggers out from under the stairs. I mean, it's so tempting to have it climb up and go after Bugraft. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind. I just don't think it can. I think the way that the stairs on, work, come on. the incline... Does it even know of Bugraft's existence? Well, for stars, it doesn't really know about Bugraft's existence, no. I mean, it's heard of him, obviously, yeah? <laughs> Nobody tosses <laughs> it's, uh, he, yeah. he, I mean, the he heard the, uh, His he, reputation. He, he, he knows he's outside because he heard the sound of running feet and a kind of wail of fear. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, that's really... I mean, and, and the legend, I mean... The knocking of the teeth disappeared into... All through the Cayenne Hills, everybody knows what that sound must mean. Frontline fighter on the search of another front line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> War, you say, on the far side of the New Mountains? <laughs> so I'm a frontline fighter, just not this one here. <laughs> this thing is going to step round 
and then it's going to welly. I think Cuthbert's got some cover from it because Cuthbert is tucked around this little sort of dividing wall. Yep. So it's going to go for Parker. Sorry. Go on then. Poor Parker. Its first attack is a miss. He rolls a three. Fabulous. And a second attack is a 20. Oof. That hits armor class 26. Yeah, that's but a hit. It's got the decision to make. Mm-hmm. Is it going to take a card? Is it going to gamble? He's, just, he's got very Extra high armor worms. class, Parker. going to gamble. I'm going to gamble. It is, of course it's going to gamble. It's a, it's a <laughs> dumb... It's a, I mean, it's, it's a smart, dumb monster, but it's a dumb monster. Running, running another oh. tool. <laughs> oh, is it an instant kill? the wide area. And it gets to draw a card. It's an instant kill. Gets another one. It gets to pick a Do card. Me. Let's have a look at the critical hit deck for GM. Did we not agree that we were playing instant kills? <laughs> uh, win. Uh, not that I. Uh, oh, sure uh, we know. So I'm just going to deal myself a card <laughs> here. Who needs monsters when you have team? Uh, and my <laughs> card is. Oh, it's not that bad, you know, Parker. Can you make a uh, constitution save? You really want to make this save. You kind of really do, yes. And you did. So you're fine. Just off the five. You're fine. You take... 126. You take uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And it is going to run out of the spell as well. Attack of, oh, we've had our reaction. Um, yeah, you've had your reactions. Uh, you've got another worm on you, Parker. Yes. So you've got two worms on you. I'm going to assume that this worm is going to get killed by the cards, right, as long as I stay in the sphere. Uh, it's your action, Parker. Uh, it's within range. I'm going to whop it with produce flames. So the uh, first... Which one are you uh, targeting? The very wormy one that just that just attacked me. Yeah, going for the very wormy one. Okay. So that's a miss and a uh, hits armor class 22. 22 is a solid hit. Doing uh, eight points of fire damage. Back upstairs, Bugcraft. A buggy. Right. Can I jump buggy. down the stairs? I you can, still... you can, you can, yeah, just give me um, an athletics check. Athletics check, okay. I mean, it's, it's a five-foot drop. I think what you need to do is make an athletics check. If you fail it, you're prone when you land. i roll this and add six, so i roll a 20. That's fine. A nice little uh, hop down. And how much move is that used? You've probably got another square or so of movement left at the bottom. Okay, maybe I'll just come next to Cuthbert. Can you make a wisdom save? DC, what's the DC? 14. That's uh, a 9. So you take 17 points radiant damage. Half damage from everything except psychic. Yeah, so you take 8 points. And then 3 off the temporary. We start a new turn on 21 with sessions. It's the 7th round of the heroism spell. What would you like to do? So I shout to Parker, Mm -hmm. uh, because I can't see where anyone is and ask whether I should advance yes and where to if you come round the corner and stand in the square between me and the stairs that would do it wouldn't it except that would get me and bugger off in the blades no then is the answer yes Cuthbert will go don't come any closer yeah in a different accent which he's got which I can't remember stay where you are using my minor metagame I ask Parker whether I can move up and he tells me not to yeah. Yeah. Okay. Reasonable. So, what do you want to do next? Ready. Ready. Well, I'm to move ready the crushing coin to attack anything that comes in range. A bad guy that comes in range. In that case, it is Burple on 19. Well, Burple is going 
to move back round to the stairs. You turn the corner immediately. You can see the kitchen. You can see you've got dark vision, right? Your companions are all stuck up at one end of the kitchen, and in the body of the kitchen there are these two things. Yeah, I could do a stinking cloud. It's just going to tie us up, isn't it? I'll do a dissonant whispers on the big guy. I'll do a third level on the big wormy one. The big wormy guy. Wisdom save DC 14. It rolls a 19 oh, and saves. Oh, so it takes half of this then. Uh, so it takes 11. Oof. Lots of sixes there. Yeah, yeah three sixes. Takes 11 points of damage. Okay, so yeah, that's that's uh, uh, rocked it a little. Yeah, and it doesn't need to run away because it made a saving throw, correct? Correct. Is that it from you? That's it from Burple. Cuthbertus. Cuthbertus is going to do the same kind of deal as he did last time. So he's going to use his dash action and move action to run around the back, that back passage and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're running all the way back around again to the other side. And he's going to do the plus one short sword against the minor version of this these creatures rolling yeah oh, oh. armor class 13 oh dear that is a miss and that is his action and it is time for their actions right first things first the lesser of the two mm-hmm. Cuthbert you see it visibly heal itself Okay. Its wounds seem to knit a little yep. myriad cuts from these playing cards and whatever other damage you've been doing to it. And it runs around you and it strikes you, uh, Cuthbert. Very roughly. Is it roughly? <laughs> 13, it hits armor class 19 with its first attack. Is a veritable hit. In which case you take uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. And you have a worm on you. Thank you. And then it strikes at you again, and this time doesn't roll enough. It rolls an 8, hitting armor class uh, 14. That's not going to be enough, is it? No. And then it will carry on moving. It'll just tuck itself around the corner just one more. Do I get a little attack? nudge? Well, it's not left. Uh, it's still within five feet of you, technically. Mm, there's so, a wall in between me and it. Well, there we go. Okay. And then the other one is going to move around you as well. Mm-hmm. And it is going to strike at you. The first attack... Uh, rolls a 15 it hits armor class 21 yep so you take a further seven points of bludgeoning damage and you have another worm on you so that's two worms yep and then it's second attack yep. it rolls a nine that's not going to be enough it hits armor class 15 that's a hit it's a hit Ooh, yeah oh dear another six points of bludgeoning damage and now you are a third worm country <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> nice. Three. Very good. Do you practice these, Jude? So, what can I do with worms? There's another bunch of players that I run through the whole thing with on the nights before we play, just to get yes, all the stuff absolutely the down. Yeah. yeah. And yet, still, it's a colossal clusterfuck from start to finish. So there it we is. Are. Yeah. Well, you know. And that is that for the horrible spawn creatures. Let's move on to Parker. Cuthbert. What would be better if I were to move round to the square below you and attack the creature from there, or if I go round this corridor behind the kitchen and attack the creature from the north? If you could get southwest of me and start trying to get rid of these worms, that'd be great. I'm wondering whether it would not be better for you to move into the cloud and take I damage. I love the idea of this discussion. This is great. So the two of you are basically shouting at each other across <laughs> this kitchen. Can we get the worm? Get the worms off me! If well, I went I'm wondering th- about we're getting the worms off. Well, I think the cloud is really because, useful. Uh, there are other options. Would the cloud do damage to the worms? We've been getting rid of them. The cloud will kill the worms. Cloud kills worms. Yeah. 
park, in which case I leave it up to you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to move around the, this corridor at the back of the kitchen and then the minor one. First of all, I will do produce flame on him. Oh. Hitting armor class oh, 10. 10 is not enough, I'm afraid. And then another one. This time hitting armor class 17. 17 is enough. Come Doing on. Doing six points of damage. If it hadn't been able to heal itself, <laughs> I mean, it looks very shaky. Uncle Buggy! Uncle Buggy. Well, he is actually now going to the front in front of Parker. Okay, so he's going to run around the little side passage through yep. Parker yes. and up to one of these things. There's okay. a slow hand clap. Thank you, thank you. And I'm going to bash it with my sword, uh, great axe, or whatever it's called. Uh, what is it? It's so, so long since you've used a offensive remember. weapon. <laughs> yeah. Rapier. Yes. So long, I think it's a great sword. Yes, it's a great sword. Not that good, but anyway. <laughs> Come on. 15? 15 is just enough. It does. Here we go. I mean, it's not looking well. 14 points de damage. Is it a magical greatsword? Yes, plus one silvered. Wow, it really didn't like that. It looks like it's... The second attack. You think that this second attack might be what you need. Oh! It's oh, a one. I don't care because I'm a, a hobbit. I can reroll ones. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's roll it again. So this is your chance. 12 is going to be enough. How much damage is that? 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage is exactly how much you needed to do. And it collapses. He's clapping himself. Why are you clapping yourself? Leaving it there, obviously. And then, where was I? Bugroff's getting on a bit, but he should be able to remember. (laughs) I'm sure one of the nurses will be able to tell you. (laughs) A retreat back behind Parker. Just uh, can't help it. It's it's in the blood. (laughs) Yeah, okay. It's in the flange DNA. Uh, Tonight's second beer is Brewdog Ghost Walker. Yeah. Oh no, hold up. It's a col- it's a collab. It's a collab. It's Brewdog and Ghost Walker and it's called Lamb of God. Uh <laughs> low on alcohol, high on attitude. God, that's annoying. Well, the the Milky Beers was actually really nice. I could only have was one, it? but it was really nice. It wasn't sweet, it wasn't white chocolatey. It was quite different, but it was really nice. Quite liked it. Yeah. Round 8 of the heroism spell begins with sessions on 21. Uh, guys, sessions, you're in the corridor. It's lonely round here. Can I come out? You can hear yes. the sound of this massive ruck going on in the kitchen. There's pans flying around. Yes. Boing. I can Get come out, out purple. Okay. Are you going to come and join us, Sessions? What are you doing around there? I'm coming, mate. I'm coming, <laughs> mate. I'm on my way, mate. All right, not off. So you run around the corner. You can see purple. You can see Cuthbert now as you run around the corner to the kitchen. Shall I bring the cards to you, Cuthbert? Yeah, why not? Go on, do it. Now, when you first put people in the field, they don't take the damage, right? It's when it's their turns come up. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to move the crushing coin to next to me. And we move on to Burpilage, who is protected against the Guardians, so he can do whatever. Burpage, Herpage will he will move 20 feet south so that yeah. he can see the creature. Past Cuthbert, yeah. yeah. And we'll do yet another. How wounded does this one look? It looks less wounded than it was when you last saw it. Can I have a wisdom save DC 14? From the from the one on the other side of Cuthbert, yeah. Well, there's only one left, isn't there? So, yes. Oh, sorry. I keep, uh, well, is anyone standing here? I don't think it's made that save, no. On a nine, no. So it takes an enormous 17 points of damage. Very and it has nice. to run away. 
Okay, yep, okay. It has to use its reaction to run away. Uh, okay, well, there's a door halfway up this little passageway, and it uh, opens it and it rushes through. Um, Cuthbert gets an attack of opportunity. Attack of yep. opportunity. Rolling a... Oh! 25. 25 is a hit, Cuthbert. Doing enormous seven points of damage. You feel you've got a solid snip at it, Cuthbert, as it ran away. Mm-hmm. And it's your turn, Cuthbert. Now I've got three worms on me. What's the mechanics? I'm in this field. Well, first of all, you've got to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, wisdom saving throw? Yeah. The worms don't t- die until their turn. Yeah. I make a wisdom saving throw of seven. So you take 3d8 points of damage from the spell. Uh, eight. Eight points of damage? Yeah. Okay. That was lucky. It was lucky. Thank you very much indeed. I'm going to move and look in the door so I don't remove myself from the whirling cards. You're looking into a chamber. It's enormous. Yeah, it's bigger than the Great Hall. <laughs> it looks like it's somebody's study study forward slash bedroom. Okay. Looks quite neat, tidy. It doesn't look like these creatures have kind of ransacked it or done anything with it. Okay, can I do a firebolt at it? You most certainly can. No, that <laughs> won't hit. No. And that's my round. Well, the room was tidy. Now it's a... Uh... <laughs> Flaming. Uh, yeah. A flaming mess. Exactly. It looks like something one of those fire safety videos. Yes, my round. And now it is the creatures. Or the creature, rather. First thing is that this creature seems to visibly heal uh, itself. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and it's looking much better than it was looking before. But mm-hmm. it's trapped in this room now, which it doesn't like very much. It steps up to you, Cuthbert. God. Oh, uh, also, the three worms that are on you mm-hmm. are all vaporized by Sessions' spell. Thank you. But nevertheless, it's going to zap you. Yep. So the first attack, it rolls oh. a 20. Uh, and it's going to gamble, <laughs> rolling a another what, 20 what's on it, the what gamble. What are dice doing? What are... Th- I bring my what special blue dice along to every game, and you're just going to have to live with them. Dealing myself a card. I'll just deal the one for now. Isn't that an instant kill? You keep coming in and chilling <laughs> away with that one. Yeah. Uh, this Eventually is a bludgeoning attack, which means it's the third item on the card. Kneecapped, quadruple <laughs> damage, and you have disadvantage on skill checks that rely on your legs until you finish a long rest. <laughs> this could be the end of me. I've taken 30 points already. 46, here we go. You take the following bludgeoning damage. <laughs> you take 11, 13, 17. You take 20 points of bludgeoning damage, Cuthbert. Oh, right, yep, still up, just. And you have a worm on you. Well, whoopie do. And then it's second attack, only rolling a five, uh, hitting armor class 11, which is not going to be enough. Well, yes, thank you. I mean, you can't move, obviously, because you've been kneecapped, but, you know, there we go. <laughs> so you're a disadvantage on all checks that involve using your legs, Cuthbert. I'm quite sure. <laughs> um, anyway. Acrobatics, athletics. How wounded are you? I've got eight hit points left. Oh, shit. Those playing cards are going to be trouble. You might have (laughs) to move away. You've got a worm on you. Sessions has to move away from you because otherwise he'll kill you. But if he does move away from you, the worm worm is going to borrow into him. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And it shuts the door. Oh, dear. Um, I don't know that it's smart enough to close the door, actually. And I don't know that that's... Is it in character? What's my motivation? (laughs) It's sort of a savagely... What does it want it's to do? trying to infest everybody with worms. It's so trying to infest everybody. Exactly. Yes, very, very good. Exactly, Johnny. It's trying to infest everybody with worms. And I don't know that it's particularly bothered about its own safety or trying to be clever. It doesn't close the door, Cuthbert. Uh, Parker, it's your turn. You've just heard an awful mm. noise come from Cuthbert's knees. 
<laughs> I sort of yeah, crack. And then uh, yeah, sounds like somebody hitting a cello with a hammer. He now looks like one of those imperial walkers that's been done by the Ewoks. Sort of like. <laughs> I'm going to run away. Move to there. Can we get Cuthbert out of the way? He can't move his legs. He's only got eight hit points left if you really want to be, you know. And I will try to produce flames on it again. Okay, I think it's got a bit of cover there, but you make your roll. Um, is there anywhere I can move where it doesn't have cover? Well, I mean, Cuthbert is the thing that's giving it the cover. Yeah. Cuthbert and the fact that it's in a doorway, so not really. Okay. I mean, you could push Cuthbert to one side. Did you get the three extra temporary hit points, Cuthbert? Yes, those eight hit points are including those three. If I push Cuthbert to one side, that's an action, right? Yeah, but I mean, he's not going to be able to resist because of his kneecapping. So he's just going to go down like a sack of spuds if you want to knock him over. Yeah, but it's still an action and not a move action. Parker, I'm... <laughs> not Parker. Parker's a pretend thing. Lucas, I'm just fucking about it. <laughs> Parker's a pretend thing. I was uh, uh, I'm a pretend uh, thing. looking through a couple of things today and it turns out that all of the characters in this, yes, yeah. and in fact the entire thing is just a giant work of fiction. What? Why did nobody tell me? I don't know, it's like the Truman Show. It's just levels within levels. First attack hits armor class 17. 17 is a hit. Doing... Ooh, nice. 12 points of damage. Ooh, okay, yep. And very nice. second yep, well, not very nice. attack... Fuck off. ...is a Ooh, 19. Top of 20. Uh, 19 is a hit. Also doing... Uh, 10 points of damage. You can't see it very well, but it doesn't look very well. We move on to Bugraft. Bugraft, you need to make a saving throw. Okay, so it's, a, what was it, Wisdom or something? Well, yeah, it's fine. Okay, so you take half of... So it's only six points. Three, so it really only takes one. One point of damage. You take one point of real damage, yeah. Uh, medic! I'm going to move through. That's because I'm a hobbit. I can move through people. Yeah. So I move to the other south side of Cuthbert, and then yes. I'm going to attack this thing through the doorway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm shouting at you in a really annoyed voice. <laughs> oh. You're in you my square. What are you going to do? Well, I was going to heal him and kill his worms. Now I have to retreat. Oh no! No, I can move 35 feet. I think because I, I'm. Probably because I'm raging, I think. You get speed, probably, as a barbarian. Do you need to have two squares of movement left to move a single square of difficult ground, or not? Graham, that's the thing you will know. I think each square counts as double. You can only enter a square if you've got enough movement to get into it. Can I move through it as a hobbit? Tell me about the rule. You can move through a space of any creature that is mm -hmm. a size larger than yours. And that's it? Yeah. You're not being Nico and only reading the first half? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, yeah. So you're running all the way through and you're running into that chamber around to the other Under side. Under his legs. And then I'm turning around and bashing him with my great sword. <laughs> yeah. Dinny-weeny apart from the Love great it. sword. Fantastic. So you're scuttling yeah, through the legs sword. of all these creatures. Yeah. Scuttling through its legs and then wellying it. Yeah. The first bash is a 22. Yeah. All right. So I do um, 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage kills the creature. It slumps down. Oh. Yeah. Yay! And worms spread everywhere, all over Cuthbert. They eat Cuthbert's face. So there we have it. Well done. Thank you. Very delighted. Thank you very much indeed. Can somebody help me, please? Well, somebody needs to switch off this spell before. No, no, we want to keep the spells. It's not looking regenerative. I'm going to skewer it with my other hit in case it's regenerating. Are you attack at advantage 
for an automatic critical or something like that. Right, so okay, I well, you, again. You chop its head off. There are worms squiggling around all over the floor. They don't look like they've got long to, to live now that they're out of their host. Okay. It's Sessions' turn next. I mean, we're staying in round sequence just until we've established that everything is going to be okay. I'll do, I'll do a cure light. I'll do a cure runes on Cuthbert. Sessions, are you keeping your spell running? Do we have any more worms we need to deal with? Well, Cuthbert's got worms. How many worms does Cuthbert have on him? Three. In that case, I will keep my... Just leave the spell running and I'll do a... And we'll both... We can both do a cure, can't we? My plan was to walk up to him, do a cure on him, and then walk back. Okay. I will do a second level cure wounds on Cuthbert. Are you going to roll it? If you want. Um, um, yes, please. Uh, ten points of healy damage. Thank you very much. That's a start. Of healy damage. Ten points of healy damage. If you hold the spell in place, it'll kill the worms unless somebody else wants to. But I think we can hand wave the worm removal, can't we? I've healed six. And does the creature we just killed, does that one show any signs of regeneration? No, neither of them do it. So when they're dead, they're dead. Once they're down, they're down, it looks like, at least for these ones. Right. Who knows what extra uh, features (laughs) may be introduced uh, later. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, Graham, that's one of the most useful yet one of the most annoying spells you have. The issue is you've all got to be together when it's first cast. Yeah. Uh. No, you've got to be within sight. That was the problem. Uh. Yeah. What, What level spell is it? Third. Right. Search the place. Any magic? Yes. The whole area is, to be honest, not fantastically interesting. As you open it up, I will uh, reveal the map to you. This is more of a formality, to be honest. I can see three doors that we haven't opened. Four doors that we haven't opened. You're not disturbed as you clear out the rest of the... um... Ransack the place. Well, I Loot the bodies. Detect magic as a ritual. Revealing the rest of the map, there are loads of chambers, and you find two... Gold pieces. Gold gold pieces. No, two (laughs) two copper pieces. Yeah, two copper pieces. You find two magical traces. One is on the creature. In fact, both are on the creature. Where are they? Tucked away, kind of within its robes. It's all a bit sort of dead wormy you sort of use the tip of a sword to sort of pick yeah. through its remnants there is a wand Ooh, and then there is a pendant on a chain around its neck it looks like a sort of precious stone um it's a ruby or uh, a garnet uh, in the shape of a heart uh, uh, both the re- these items are regeneration magical. thing i think no i think it's protection can't remember anyway that's what you've find otherwise oh, well, I'll you find a series it. of chambers there are storerooms yeah. there are a couple of as it were high status study forward slash bedrooms one you think must have been for the camp commander one was probably for marzana and yeah. therefore originally must once have been for this poor unfortunate thing that has ended up dead at your feet mm-hmm. uh, otherwise there are bunk rooms for guards and a couple of larders and a couple and a storeroom with sort of utility cleaning brooms and you kind of have to That's wonder what they were it. guarding because there was no room. What are they guarding? You mean the uh, the, the what, keep what, itself? The diminutive. Well, Blackwall Keep is is there to to keep an eye on the lizard folk uh, activity. Ah, I see. And there's oh, marsh so we've keep broken on the other peace the between the lizard folk and well, the, you've you, you have the... you've introduced Hillary to <laughs> Lieutenant Vendron, who'd come out from Diamond Lake, and Vendron had been sent out to bring Marzana back as well. 
So Vendron had led the relief force out there. Just were we getting paid to clear out this tower? Don't think that was mentioned. I think it was mentioned. Okay. I think we got the treasure. Let's identify the treasure. Yeah. Eventually, you hear a kind of cough from the top of the stairs. Everything all right down there, lads? <laughs> <laughs> Everything uh, no, okay? We're is dying. It? Oh, okay. Well, I'll leave you to it then. Okay. Anyway, so Thursday, I think Thursday. Yes. <laughs> now we go back out. We go uh, back I, out. I need a long rest. Clamber back out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's identify these long things. Rest on eleven hit points currently. There's still some of the garrison left, right? The garrison that survived the original attack that have mm. been left when the relief forces got they're sort of smooching s- smooching. So we'll go I and mean, tell smooching. them. Is that appropriate? Out, they're all they're out. slouching around looking wounded and looking like they're very glad they didn't have to climb down into the cellar. Yeah, well they do now. Go and fix the stairs, go and clear out the bodies. We're going to go and we're going to go and have a rest. They're like, oh, okay. They're really kind of we're going to go and have a rest. Get to their feet. And it's like, oh, I suppose we better go and clear up now. Then yeah. where are the executive bedrooms? Um, <laughs> those were the executive bedrooms. <laughs> Mike, the, it looks like there's stairs going up as well from the ground floor. There's a great big tower, uh, Paul. That well, I've described just, are there any multiple occasions? There? there are. I've still got the detect magic running. I've got. Rest of the yeah, tower. Just go and have a look at the, the rest of the tower. Basically, as the as the people come well, back, I'll I'll scan them as well. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> Everybody. Security. Uh, just a second. Uh, okay, do, you, do you mind uh, standing here, sir? Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Arms up. If, if you. <laughs> the tower's not very interesting, guys. Oh, wait, okay. You know, we're, we're not going to spend. It's. I mean, it's interesting if you're uh, interested in towers, uh, <laughs> but none of us are. No. So, have we officially run out of plot? You've got these items, and well, I mean, okay, we'll identify the items, and we'll take a long rest. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The pendant requires attunement. Mm-hmm. My pendant I'll, I'll requires attunement. My pendant. Okay. Thanks, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> you got there first. And the wand uh, also requires attunement. So there you go. While you take your long rest in the tower, the other guards slouching around or clearing up after you. One of them's like, oh, man, look, they've broken the stairs as well. So you can press the long resty button. You can press the long rest button if you like, yeah. Uh, either one or both of you, two of you going to attune to these. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll attune to my pendant. My pendant, yeah. Uh, <laughs> With my wand. Yeah. <laughs> right. matching back to basics. Let's just roll. The wand is roll a wand choice. of the war mage. It doesn't sound like something I can use. that is. It's a plus two wand of the war mage. What's that doing? While holding this wand, you gain a bonus to spell attack rolls determined by the wand's rarity. In this case, plus two. Mm-hmm. In addition, you ignore half cover when making a spell attack. That's all it does. But if you use offensive spells a lot with mm-hmm. attack oh, rolls, actually... it's quite groovy. Not bad. The periapt is a, a lesser periapt of wound closure. Ah. Told you. Yeah, you did. While oh, you wear this thing. pendant. It's a bard item, I'm, I'm pretty certain. Yeah, frontline fighter thing. <laughs> it's definitely a cleric thing. You always want to protect the healer. You stabilize mm, whenever fighter. you are dying at the start of your turn. I think that's uh, everybody. everybody's rolling for mm-hmm. In addition, whenever you roll a hit dice to regain hit points, you add two to the number of hit points that you restore. So it's not quite as good yeah. as a full periapt, but it is uh, nevertheless useful. Okay, so... I think sessions should have that. Let's roll. What do you want to do about these items? Yeah. We're going to roll for them. Okay. Well, off yeah, you yeah. go. I mean, or, we might as well. What, percentile? Let's roll. Percentile. Who's going first? Uh, I go I'll go first. I'll go then. All right. Uh, 50. 
50. So good yes. in the middle row. Um, 65. 65 for buggy. Eight. Eight sessions. It's poetic justice, Graham. Mm. 34. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> 72. But is this for choice or is this for... That's for choice. For choice. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like Cuthbert gets first choice and Uncle Buggy gets second choice. Cuthbert's going to take the periaptive wound closure. The lesser periaptive wound closure. The lesser yep. periaptive wound closure. And therefore, <laughs> Fugraft... Can I use cleric spells with it? Do you attack with them? Any spell that you have to make it that you make an attack roll with. Is oh. it attack roll or saving throw? It's attack roll. It's a plus two on your attack rolls when you're holding it and you ignore half cover. But you have to be holding it. So if you, for example, have a two handed weapon. Oh, I've got a great sword. I think that's two. That's that's two, two hands, hands, yeah. What about Parker? Would it be useful <laughs> what about sellotaping it to the hilt of the great sword? Mm, no, because <laughs> then I couldn't do I mean I can't hold it and do strikes. I could use it. Yeah, I think Sessions can use it. I think mm. I could use it. Okay. Have you got anything swap? Swap. <laughs> <laughs> Dear cousin, <laughs> it's not going to donate it. Well, obviously, you know, protection and healing. Graham, you can write well, it on I your character sheet. We can have I'm, gonna write, I'm starting to write it Let's now. Let's have this discussion. From Johnny. Yeah, later, shall we? The next day is bright. It's cold, cloudless. Uh, you can set off at dawn for Diamond Lake. And you really are getting a sense that spring is in the air or whatever it is, the first hints of spring. You know, things like you feel like you can feel the forest around you kind of reawakening, stirring into new life. By about midday, you reach the Garm farm, which is about the halfway point. And it seems kind of weirdly peaceful. Still some sort of smouldering timbers in the roof. You push on as the day wanes. You find yourselves descending now sharply, following a fast flowing stream as you're heading back down out of the, the hills. By sunset, you're in the high ground at the eastern end of Diamond Lake, and it's lying out in front of you, beneath you, sort of mirror still, reflecting the evening sky. On the western horizon, you can make out the little blue spark that is Evenstar Keep, with just like the pale light of... The pale light of genius rising behind it, the other evening star. As you near the tree line and the beginning of the old company road along the valley, the road that you've normally take up to the Whispering Cairn and wherever something catches your eye there's a dark shape in the road ahead uh there's a little point that a small trail meets your main road you see there's a cat curled up asleep as black as a shadow oh fireball well i mean you don't know quite how to react but before you know it dark figures are materializing all around you oh silent they're faceless oh it's like they're appearing as if they're like conjured out of the gloom and the cat grows, morphs into a cloaked humanoid form which steps towards you and throws back its hood. It is Izenfen the occluded, the head of the Twilight Monastery and her face is lit with a soft bluish radiance and she smiles at you and she says Parker. Trouble Parker. And we'll pick things up next time. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Naughty boy. What have you done? (laughs) The boss has arrived. The 
Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. Encounter at Blackwall Keep and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Encounter at Blackwall Keep was written by Sean K. Reynolds. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening!